That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me, as always, is my very good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And have you done your Weekly Review? Hi, James. I am doing very well today, and I have done my weekly review, still more in the shoddy category than the, you know, thorough canonical category of weekly review. But shoddy is better than nothing, and that is my story, and I'm sticking to it. How about you? I have um, not done my weekly review. I've reviewed some things, so... I'm back mm-hmm. in back in OmniFocus, kind of checking stuff off, and it's uh, one of those things where it's been a little while, so there's things that I've done a while ago that I'm kind of clearing out, or things that are no longer even relevant, because um, situations have changed. Um, so I cannot claim to have done uh, a full weekly review, but I am... I'm reviewing more things than I was when we talked last time. Yeah, that's good. And that sounds like progress. It is progress. I'm also, uh, yeah, making my way towards uh, email inbox zero, which is mm-hmm. again like one of the one of the key steps in a full weekly review. And I am shooting to do one. Um, anyway, that's yep. what. Uh, what we're all here for is to work <laughs> through both doing them and keeping ourselves honest as to, oh my gosh, it's been a while. Um, yeah. But also uh, talking about other things that we may have picked up from GTD, um, including something uh, you mentioned before the show that uh, you made a little proposal. Um, yes. That uh, we'll talk about the proposal and then also talk about how you doing that fit or didn't fit into GTD. Okay. Yes. I um, I have been thinking for a while about submitting a proposal uh, for a guinea pig emoji. There is no guinea pig emoji. There ought to be one. And it is not one of those things that you can just complain about on Twitter or start an online petition and make it happen. There is actually a very formal, specific process uh, that is put together by the Unicode Consortium for proposing emoji. And I started looking at it about a year ago. And then when I was laid up with my knee surgery, I spent quite a bit of time digging into what was required for the proposal. But then I sort of, for, I didn't forget about it, but I just, I just hadn't done any more with it. And so the deadline is coming up. So there's an annual deadline of March 31st. And um, they, you know, if you want, they, once a year, the Unicode Consortium picks new emoji um, from the proposals that it gets. And it will, um, you know, be behoove me to get it done by March 31st this year. Otherwise, it will 
take a whole nother year um, for the guinea pig to finally become an emoji because I'm very, very optimistic about my chances. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting project because they, they give you, it's sort of like a request for proposal or whatever, you know, where they have specific questions in a specific order that they want you to answer and research they want you to do and um, questions that you need to address about whether your proposed emoji is really worthy of being an emoji. <laughs> ah. And and it has to be objective, as objective as it can be. Like, uh, they don't care about petitions. They actually say <laughs> that doesn't help, you know, in some ways, you know, it just distracts from your the the value of your proposal. And, um, you know, you have to lay out why the the thing you're proposing, in my case, a guinea pig, can't already be represented, um, which it can't. Uh, a guinea pig is very different from a mouse, mm-hmm. a rat, a hamster, or a rabbit or whatever, or a hedgehog. It is, it's a, it's a totally different thing. Plus guinea pig as a metaphor is actually a very interesting. <laughs> that is know, true. And human guinea pigs, like we talk about that. And I, I have often said like, okay, I'll be the guinea pig for this. Like, meaning I will be the one to test it out and see how it goes. Um, you know, which is based on the, uh, history of guinea pigs, even starting in the 19th century, being used as laboratory subjects. So um, so I think that's a really interesting angle of it. But as I was finishing the proposal, I thought, there really is one other aspect of guinea pig that people might use it for. I would not, but oh. guinea pigs are food. And... <laughs> So for the first time ever, I actually did some online research about guinea pigs as as a dish, you know, uh, where guinea pigs are are served, what, you know, countries and et cetera. It was very hard on me, but I did it because I think, you know, that is another um, way that guinea pigs are understood in the world. And I, I don't want to be colloquial um about my my north american sentiment that oh my god i would never eat a guinea pig but people eat them all the time so oh, i had to go into a different room <laughs> from where my guinea pigs are. i don't blame you yes they would have picked <laughs> up that vibe <laughs> like uh, yes and so it was very interesting uh to put that together and also like reflect about how guinea pigs are different and distinctive from the animals they already have. And they are, I mean, there's, they're just, they're not like mice or rats, even, you know, the look of them, they don't have tails. They have these little potato shaped bodies. Mm -hmm. They don't have ears that pop up um, the way they're, they're represented in the emoji now. And, um, and they don't have little noses, you know, like those little pink noses or whatever. Guinea pigs basically have two nostril slits. And uh, so if you look at the face 
on hamster or mouse or whatever uh, rabbit, they have little pink triangular noses and guinea pigs just don't have that. So not like cats or dogs either. So anyway, we will see. It, it was definitely a labor of love. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm polishing it up and also working, hopefully with a friend who is a designer to propose, you know, what the emoji would look like. And, um, but the interesting thing for me about it from a GTD point of view is that it's been on my list for quite a while, but it never has been a priority mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm not, it's not my job. <laughs> it's definitely a hobby. There definitely is work that goes into making this proposal. But today, um, when I was looking at my OmniFocus, I thought, if I don't do this proposal today, I'm never going to do it because I have some travel coming up and then it'll be the beginning of March. And ideally the thing will be submitted before the end of March and, or wait until the next year. And if there's going to be a guinea pig emoji, I would like to see it in 2021. <laughs> That's right. And not wait for another year. So, so that was pretty exciting. And, um, it, but that is the kind of project that I've always felt like GTD doesn't serve me very well because I can never decide to like start doing it until it's like pretty much imminently due. Um, getting things done way in advance, <laughs> whatever that is, huh. GTD, WIA, has never been my forte. And even on this proposal, I thought the deadline was March 1st. And when I was looking at the whole thing as I was working on it, I said, oh, it's March 31st. Wow. I would have never started working on it today if I remembered the deadline was March 31st, not March 1st. So maybe I just need to be tricking myself in general about when deadlines actually are. That's, um, well, yeah, the the deadline trick is one I try to pull on myself, but I I outsmart myself. I can never seem to get that to work unless I genuinely miss, like, have it in my head that it's much earlier than it is. Um, mm-hmm. My problem is I usually have it in my head that it's later than it really is. <laughs> um, and once you get something stuck in your head, it's really tough to get it out. Um, oh, yeah. But I don't, I don't necessarily know that uh, – Getting things done claims to be good at getting things done early. Um, <laughs> like I think part of the the joy of it is that it's it's kind of just that list of things, and it's you that really picks what should happen when. Uh, clearly, you know you'll put things that have a specific deadline. Um, into your trusted system, but you don't have to, um, it, it was probably more important to do other things like, you know, mm-hmm. the work done on your chimney and what have you. Um, yes. To have that done before working on a proposal for the, the guinea pig emoji. Um, but on the other hand, it was on your list. And it's been on there for a while, and you got to the point where you thought, you know, either this is com- I'm either going to do it or this is coming off the list because I'll never do it. Mm-hmm. And then, and you did it. 
or you're yeah. in the midst of doing it. Yeah. Whereas it could have been the sort of thing where you never put it on the list and mm-hmm. you just, you know, it just kind of faded out of memory. Although I have a feeling, you know, every time you go to type emoji, like type a text, you're probably <laughs> like, damn it, I wish there was a guinea pig emoji and there isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's not, or it's never been my impression that it's the job of the trusted system to kind of bubble things that don't have a definite end time mm-hmm. to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of, that's the point of like the reviewing stuff is, oh yeah, there's that thing I wanted to do. Oh, I'm going to be like, sometimes you review and it just like, oh, this thing on your list that you had completely forgotten about suddenly clicks says, oh yeah, I got to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and why that's the case, like why your brain suddenly says, no, this is suddenly very important to me. Um, <laughs> who knows? But, um, I, um, there's nothing, I, I think, I think, well, one, it's great that you're doing a proposal. The mm-hmm. emoji that I always want is one for a ukulele. Um, but I just looked at their site and, um, that was proposed and denied because it's already representable. Although the only string, they don't tell you, Mm. (laughs) but if it's the guitar, which is always showing up as like a red electric guitar, that looks nothing like a nothing. Um, on the other hand, there is a proposal that. I don't know, they proposed it, but they didn't send in a form mm-hmm. for uh, an acoustic guitar. Um, if we had one of those, then I would use that instead of ukulele because they look yeah. very similar. Um, well, that sounds like a good proposal to make, actually. Um, yes. Well, I mean, like a guinea pig. So what we're talking about is on the Unicode Consortium website, they have a list of all the emoji that have been proposed and whether they've been rejected or whatever. So you go and look at that first. Like if guinea pig had already been rejected, I wouldn't have taken the time. But guinea pig has is on the list, but nobody has actually submitted a proposal. And so I thought, okay, I'm willing to do that. Um, but I could see making a, a, an acoustic guitar proposal you know, yes. which could also represent a ukulele, um, because uh, I mean, one of the things that that you have to say and try to argue is that whatever your thing is is not a fad, right? And I mean, I don't think that ukuleles are a fad, but and I don't think any pigs are kind, either. Yeah, but the ukuleles have gotten really popular, and I don't know. Will they stay that popular? Guinea pigs have just, if you look at like Google Trends, they've been at a certain level forever, you know, mm-hmm. or not forever, but, you know. And I would bet if you looked up ukulele, it would be, um, there would be some upward, you know, trajectory of the results, uh, or at least the, the searches on that word over time you know, in the last 15 years. Yes. And of course they so. had, they had a boom in the twenties um, mm-hmm. and then a little boom in the fifties, but yes, it's uh 
I think in the past 10 years or so, it's definitely been more and more popular. Well, that is uh, first fantastic that you're working on that proposal. And you do need to submit artwork with it? Yes, you do. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's it, it's a requirement because you're trying to show what it would look like and why it would look distinct, uh, saying why a guinea pig is distinct from all these other rodents. Mm -hmm. Oh, I learned a little fact uh, as I was researching this that I did not know. Rabbits are not rodents. What are did they? Did you know that? They're langomorphs. Oh. And they have been classified as rodents, but they got reclassified. And I can't, I couldn't find out exactly why, but... They do have, according to Wikipedia, they have four teeth where guinea pigs and other rodents have, like, I mean, two teeth on top, like four. Rabbits have more teeth. And, I see. Uh, but they still have the, you know, the teeth grow like, you know, our, our fingernails grow. They have to have stuff to chew on to keep their teeth a good, you know, length. And I don't know. And they look like rodents to me. They have this little, you know, teeth are... Teeth are a prominent factor of what they look like. And rodent, you know, comes from the uh, root dent, meaning teeth. So anyway, langomorph, I'm not really sure. I didn't have enough time to go down that rabbit hole, as it were, today. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, I... <laughs> oh, that's very... Interesting. Um, I'm really glad you're working on that proposal. Um, I would certainly use the guinea pig emoji. And um, also interesting, how how long has it been on your task list, do you think? Well, you know, it, it's a kind uh, on OmniFocus. I, can you see it on OmniFocus? Uh, yeah, there's a I creation. Would say, yeah. Um, a year and a half ago, I went to... Uh, at XOXO conference, somebody from the, the committee that reviews these proposals gave a talk. And, and that is, you know, made me realize like, oh, yeah, I totally need to do a proposal for guinea pigs. And uh, anyway, so, uh, so let's say a year and a half. And then I, I seriously dug into the research when I was bedridden last summer. Oh, yes. And, and did quite a bit of research, but then uh, it sort of fell off my, my focus. Uh, and then just, you know, in the last, well, because the deadline is coming up, I, I realized like, oh, yeah, I got to get this. Uh, I got to make this happen because I really, even if it doesn't get accepted, if it doesn't happen, I, I want to know that I did what I could for the guinea pig lovers around the world who have been requesting this for a long time. Excellent. No, and I, I think, uh, well, first, good luck to, to you in, your, in the hopeful success of the proposal. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, to me, it's that's another good example of kind of a longer-running task where you don't necessarily get everything done, like, in 20 minutes. It takes, you know, month, like, it takes months over a period of months you actually get something accomplished even though 
the amount of time you spent, if you did it all in a row, it might be like a few mm-hmm. days worth of work. Um, but keeping on top of those things is kind of, I think, one of the things that it's kind of good at our yeah our our little system. Um, <laughs> When it when when I'm using it, um, well, if you had, do you have anything else for this uh, episode? No, I think I need to get back to uh, working on my proposal. <laughs> that sounds good, and um, I guess then we'll wrap up this episode so we can all get back to getting our our various things done. Um, of course, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On Twitter and micro.blog, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can always email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. Um, it would also be great if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us, and it makes us smile knowing you're listening. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. you got some things you want to get done And still enjoy being Organizational fun There's a lot of things